Hi guys, welcome back to reading the word and understanding the Bible verse. Today, uh, before we read Matthew chapter 3 and chapter 4 and then we pick something interesting and review it, um, we're going to listen to a worship song by Phil Wickham and it's called This Is All God. And I love this song, so um, let's just worship and Bring the Holy Spirit here, and um, let's just praise God today before we read the Bible. So here we go. Uh, Fair welcome. This is our God.
Okay, guys, so that was Phil Wickham's This Is All God. Amazing song and great worship song to listen to to give you the courage to always keep on going because Jesus is always there next to us. So, if you have your Bible, go ahead and grab it. Uh, we're going to read chapter 3 and chapter 4 of Matthew. And here we go. Here goes chapter 3. Chapter 3. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the desert of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. This is he who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah, a voice of one calling in the desert, Prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. John's clothes were made of camel's hair, and he had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey. People went out to him from Jerusalem and all Judea and the whole region of the Jordan. Confessing their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to where he was baptizing, he said to them, You brood of vipers! Who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. And do not think you can say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me will come one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not fit to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit, and with fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor, gathering his wheat into the barn and burning up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? Jesus replied, Let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this, to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Chapter 4 Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. After fasting forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. 
the tempter came to him and said, If you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is also written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Mm -hmm. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him, and angels came and attended him. When Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he returned to Galilee. Leaving Nazareth, he went and lived in Capernaum, which was by the lake in the area of Zebulun and Naphtali, to fulfill what was said through the prophet Isaiah, Land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, the way to the sea along the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people living in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. From that time on, Jesus began to preach. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter, and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, preparing their nets. Jesus called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Jesus went throughout Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness among the people. News about him spread all over Syria, 
and people brought to him all who were ill with various diseases, those suffering severe pain, the demon-possessed, those having seizures, and the paralyzed, and he healed them. Large crowds from Galilee, the Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and the region across the Jordan followed him. Okay, you guys, so that's the end of chapter 3 and chapter 4. And in chapter 3, what I find interesting, or what stood out to me the most, is right here in verse 10. So in chapter 3, in verse 10, this is John the Baptist talking, and he says, The axe is ready at the root of the trees. And every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. Now this is so important and so interesting to understand because that's what Jesus calls us to do. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you begin to produce fruit and things start happening in your life that don't happen naturally. You know it comes from the love of Jesus Christ. And you can see the fruit from spending time with him. And your eyes start opening and understanding that he's working in your life. And it's really awesome. And what he's talking about here is producing fruit. And what he's talking about here is the difference between people who are born-again Christians, who accepted Jesus Christ in their heart, and then the other people who don't accept Jesus Christ in their heart and whose axe is ready by the, is ready to be cut down by the trees and to be cut down and thrown in the lake of fire and, that's, and thrown into the fire. That's what he's talking about here. So... Abraham, uh, John is talking about be, prepare yourself and be aware of who, who you're around with, who you're talking to. Are you, are you trying to produce good fruit, not only in your life, but sharing, sharing what Jesus has done in your life? Which, when you do share, you know, you're, you're, when you do share, you're hoping that it opens somebody's eyes or open somebody's heart of when you share your testimony that other people could relate to you, understand you, and eventually, hopefully, they won't be cut down and thrown into the fire. That they will accept Jesus Christ in their heart. But it, it, it all comes from us having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ first and accepting him into your heart. So it's so important to, for us born-again believers to share your fruit and to share your testimony because you never know when your testimony could help save somebody else. And that's all we're here for. We're not here to save thousands of people. We're here to save, if, if you're all, if your whole entire life and you only save one person, that's one person saved rather than going into like a fire. So that's what he's talking about here. I find that very awesome and very very interesting that it's already starting 
in the beginning with, with John the Baptist, before even Jesus goes preach. This is what's so cool about the Bible, is how it it tells us of how important it is to read and grow and to understand. This is why it's important for the Bible to be in so many different languages, because we need more 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 believers, we need more people spreading the gospel. And then, so, in chapter 4, what I always find interesting in chapter 4 of Matthew is the 40 days and 40 nights where Jesus was, before he was tempted by the Lord, he was hungry and he was fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. Well, if when we get to the time, or if you know, in Noah, took him took took God forty days and forty nights to flood the earth. But it wasn't just rain; there was a lot. The earth opened up, and all different types of water was coming to to the earth to fill up the earth, right? But forty days and forty nights, and that's so interesting because you can link forty days and forty nights. To all the way to Noah, all the way to the New Testament of Matthew, when when Satan tried to tempt Jesus, forty days and forty nights, and that's why I like about this is you could see how the Old Testament is tied to the New Testament. So every time I see forty days in the Bible, I always highlight it or circle it, so it always stands out to me to remember what forty days really really means. And to remember that that was Noah, 40 days on the ark. And Jesus also starved for 40 days and 40 nights. And so I, I love that connection where as we go along, we're going to be finding more of those connections and more of those awesome blessings to be able to find that connection. So I pray that uh, this helps you guys today. Um, I really want to say I thank you guys for watching. Um, if you click on my YouTube channel, um, I have the Bible link below. And then also, um, you can follow along as I read the Bible. Or you could go to my YouTube channel and listen to it and follow along as you read the Bible. So I pray that you guys have a good day, blessed day, love you guys, and 